welcome back to the Affirmation Talk Podcast, presented by Artistic Alignment and The Real Tips LLC, where we assist with aligning the artists to their craft and the building of everyone's inner voice. Last episode, we touched on how we create the frequency of our lives and considering what we can take in audibly. This episode, we're going to further the discussion on what we expose our senses to and the root to a lot of the emotional turmoil that we experience out here. I am your host, drama and art therapy life coach and spiritual advisor, Bonnie V. Talent Alina. And through my many trials within the entertainment industry and just life in general, I have learned to effectively heal myself with my spiritual enlightenment, drama, writing, meditation skills, and much more. I advocate for the well-being of actors and overall artists and performers, not just their skill set. This podcast assists in uplifting them through their toughest times as an artist, but not just assisting artists to act authentically, but also for everyone else to self-align creatively. So understand, When I refer to creatives, I not only mean artists or performers, but the natural born creators that we all are meant to be because we all have the power to create our own lives. Now, with so much things out in society and the media that we are exposed to every day, we always need a moment to connect and align back to ourselves. Deep breathing is a quick way to do that. I like to utilize deep breathing techniques with creatives to calm anxiety and to clear the mind of overthinking at the top of rehearsals, performances, any big day or during hard times. Deep breathing helps us to clear our minds of overthinking, calm anxiety, and ground our spirit back to our natural selves. Follow me as we inhale on the count of seven. Hold your breath for the count of four and exhale on the count of eight. I want you to, as you are inhaling, inhale and visualize positive aspects, whatever positivity looks like for you. And as you are exhaling, let go and release negative aspects, anything that feels stagnant or stuck or just nasty within you. Let's begin. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold your breath, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Again, inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold your breath, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Beautiful. 
deep breathing is a good quick technique to just refresh yourself and get off that nasty energy that you may have brought in with you and that you may be trying to shake off before you go into something new okay so make sure you utilize deep breathing and keep practicing it every day because the better we deep breathe the better we are prepared for moments in which we have to catch our breath it becomes natural to now, like, like I stated last week, anything that goes into our channels, into our senses, sticks to our subconscious minds, whether we are conscious of it or interested in it or not. And affirming to ourselves regularly helps us to strategically combat against the unwanted things that we hear. Affirming to ourselves helps us to strengthen our subconscious mind and be in charge of the programming to maintain a healthy inner dialogue. But we at the real, at the real tips, we like to utilize what we call affirmation. We define it as the act of reassuring your creative genius and telling yourself you are badass. It is merely reminding yourself of who you are without anybody having to validate you, without anybody having to explain it to you or give you the go. Things that you already know that you're naturally good at. Saying those things and moving towards those things with action. Follow me as I recite the affirmations. I will recite the affirmation and then I will leave a space for you to repeat the affirmation after me. Now, how we say these are of utmost importance as well. You don't want to say them with a sense of defensiveness or a sense of explaining or a sense of nonchalant. You don't want to say them with a sense of calmness, a sense of knowing, a sense of matter-of-factly, okay? Follow me and repeat after me. It feels good to express myself creatively. I can quiet the noise around me. My identity cannot be boxed in. My soul's nature is perfect and complete. I know who I am and I act it out. I accept my lower and higher nature. I am capable of breaking out of the boxes in my mind. I am capable of breaking free from the noise around me. My intentions overpowers the noise around me. I set healthy routines for myself. I know who I am, even when no one's watching. 
only I can measure the level of my success. I am a nurturing critic, so I attract nurturing critiques. I am capable of a always aligning myself. I am connected to myself and others. Beautiful. I want you to come back to these affirmations as much as you would like. I suggest saying affirmations in the morning when you first arise and at night before you go to sleep. Because like I said, it's about being in charge of the programming of your mind. And when you get to it early and then you get to it at night after you've done all uh, all, all of the things you've done and expose yourself to all of these different things, you are the first thing on your mind and you are the last thing on your mind. So be in charge of that programming and make sure you create your own affirmations, okay? Because nobody knows you better than you. Now, I normally spend more time, I know, I normally do spend more time focusing on solutions and the tools to the problems that we may face on this show. But on this episode, please allow me a chunk of time to bring light to a big issue that we have within ourselves and in our society. I want to talk about the need that so many of us have for drama in our lives. Yep, drama. From the things we watch on television, to how we maintain our relationships, to how we even choose to perceive others, we tend to have this outlook that encompasses a sense of emotional roller coaster steering in our relationships. How we communicate is usually harsher the closer we are to people most of the time and even may be violent. In intimate relationships, we might feel a lack when our partner doesn't show any intense emotions for us all the time. And many of us, when we perceive others, we go to the negative things about them to point those negative things out and to criticize them even when they have so many positive things about them. In media, my oh my media, <laughs> the media intentionally is made to get a rise out of us, to manipulate us, to react in their favor. Furthermore, what we choose ourselves in our media is most of the time it entails so many stories of drama and tumultuous acts. And when we're watching these movies and reality shows, for example, most of us are doing it with a judgmental eye. You know you are, just admit it. And we don't realize that every time we judge something, we are internally attaching ourselves to that situation that we are judging. Then we take these stories in and the body, our bodies and the universe doesn't know the difference between if it's us or if it's someone else's experience. 
Now, I'm not completely against the media. A, a piece of my career is a part of the media. But even when it comes to acting, when it comes to acting though, actors have to take on and channel so many emotions to relay the feelings of the project. And it's potentially putting them in a state of trauma. And this is what I actually coach them on and help them to recover from. But it's up to us to be aware that that is the nature of the media and we have to be the ones to choose, protect, and recover ourselves wisely. Let's say it again. We have to be the ones individually who chooses, protects, and recovers ourselves wisely from that drama that we're exposing ourselves to. We don't realize that all of this drama is why we deal with so much emotional turmoil in our lives and in society. Drama has become such a norm that we crave it and we need it as a part of our very existence. But quite honestly, this is the aspect of us that needs serious healing. We've gotten so used to living in this fight or flight mode that we make it a part of our everyday lives, even in the smallest things or even in the things that we consider fun. But it's very heavy on the mental and emotional and the physical body. It's why we have so many people out here with disease and with mental disorders. Intense emotions causes these ailments. This imbalance in our physical and our energetic bodies. And we have to be accountable in that. We have to be accountable in how we are the ones that are exposing ourselves to the emotions that's causing illness. We have to understand that our desire to view and emphasize drama in our lives is rooted in the need for fight or flight, which is very unhealthy. We have to notice this within us. We have to, in order to heal it, in order to pick that root and heal it. Otherwise, I'm sorry to say, but we're just gonna to continue to bred youth and a world that is drama-filled and based on the ways that we talk to the youth and based on the ways we expose them and ourselves to these things in this drama. Now, of course, this season, I wanted to understand and help shed some light on the troubles of our listeners that, that they may be having during dark periods of time. And we have a few of you who have shared their inner questions all season. Those of you who have sent in questions will be placed in a random drawing and at the end of the season, which is next week's finale, you will, we will announce who will be receiving the free coaching evaluation session with me, Bonnie Anahata. This week's question comes from Amy and she writes, I'm an actress, a very good one, I do believe. <laughs> okay, Amy. And, um, put, but pulling up the big emotions when acting can be very draining for me. Ooh. 
So I hold back a lot when I'm practicing or at rehearsals because I don't want to feel so drained for trying to go all the way every time. Any advice for me? Ooh, Amy, I know exactly what you mean. You know, I started as an actress and that's exactly what I went through all the time when I was doing such emotional roles. I would get a headache and I would, you know, almost get anxiety or I just, or at least get, um, you know, a heavy heartbeat um, at the end of my performances because I pulled so much deep emotion up. Um, and I absolutely understand. And, and I actually disagree with directors who ask their actors to go all the way every time in rehearsals. That is not healthy. But we all know, of course, that directors are not paying attention to the mental and emotional well-being of their talent. They're just thinking about the project. But I do not, I, I definitely don't recommend that when it comes to directing. But what can you do based off of you can't, you know, you can't get that director to stop being a, a certain way. Um, and so the what, what I suggest is I suggest when you're when you're by yourself rehearsing and practicing, I suggest definitely not going all the way. Um, when they're pulling those emotions up, but definitely go there when it comes to um, when it comes to the the frame of mind, uh, when it comes to the environment, or where you can be present in the moment in order to uh, be able to interact with your with your co actor. Um, definitely be able to um, be sure to still be there and still be present and still be believable and authentic in your reaction but you don't have to be intense in it every time um, but at the times that you do have to be intense when you just absolutely have to because the director wants you to see it and you know you guys are rehearsing for the project um, I suggest you making sure that you do something very healthy to recover right afterwards right afterwards if you have to go to the bathroom if you have to step outside if you have to step in a hallway to release release with deep breathing release with the big old cry release with the big old shout do something constructive to release that emotion don't let don't just let that emotion sit and dwindle and stay stagnant within you don't let it sit be constructive and how you release those things after you are accessing those emotions um and i do suggest you to i i do still do my life coaching for the actor and i suggest you booking a session with me and the real tips in order to put you a full routine together and how you can recover from those emotions because we do have uh, a specific strategy and how to recover and um, come down from the emotions and trauma that you are channeling and triggering within you with those big roles so yes amy and everyone else out there you have to be more mindful and what we take into our channels and be real with ourselves that it does have an effect on our psyche. It does, you guys. Here are a few suggestions in monitoring our intake 
of drama and recovering from it. First thing, choose your media content and social media feeds with intention, with intention of what is healthy for your mind. I know, I know everything seems entertaining, but the entertainment can come at a price. So choose wisely. You get to be the narrator, the curator of your experiences. You get to be the curator of the art that you are seeing, of the people that you follow. So choose wisely. Next thing, take frequent breaks from social media and television to reprogram without the extra distractions. We sometimes just need a break. Those things are not only exposing us to a lot of different things and experiences and stories, but it's also exposing us to a lot of different energies out there, okay? Take frequent breaks. Next tip, do something to release the emotions after watching, or in Amy's case, acting out intense emotions, such as doing some kickboxing, some deep breathing, running, writing or freaking screaming or crying if you have to those are all constructive releases whether you know it or not and the last thing do not expose yourself to media directly before bed directly before bed is very important time it's an important time because it's it's a time that your subconscious mind is very vulnerable your subconscious mind is very vulnerable because you don't have, when you're sleeping, you don't have your conscious mind to try to at least try to combat against it. Okay? So, guys, yeah, I think you need to just be more intentional about what we're taking in. It's very important, especially with the news. Every Like, don't, you you do not have to watch the news. I understand you're trying to understand and, and, and be with what's going on in society. But understand that media and news also has a, a point. They also have their job to get a rise out of you. So you don't have to expose yourself to that on a frequent basis. You just don't. And you honestly do not have to expose yourselves to all of the stories that are going on in society on a frequent basis. You just don't. If you understood just how in, intuitive we are and empathic we are, we already know, we can already know what's going on in society without the news going on. We can already be led to to send healing light to people. We can already be led to that without even seeing that on the news, okay? Many of us think we have a hold on these things because we're consciously aware of it, but the subconscious mind is far more powerful than the conscious mind. The subconscious mind is still awake, working, while your conscious mind is asleep. We have to put a greater deal of attention to nurturing the subconscious mind. And I'll end the conversation with this Egyptian mystical wisdom quote. To free the spirit, control the senses. The reward will be a clear insight. And as always, let's pull an oracle card for focus for the week. I would like to pull oracle cards to assist in motivating you through whatever you may be currently encountering or will encounter for the week ahead. Listen to your heart and your intuition and take note of the parts that resonate with you. Ah. 
I pulled the card. Collaborative dreaming. This card reads, you are being asked to honor your growing desire to co-create with conscious, like-minded people. Your collaborative dreaming is a heart-inspired win-win, bringing mutual enhancement to yourself and to others. The heart wants to love and be loved. Working with others creatively is a way to allow the heart to grow. It is a chance for you to learn how to honor yourself and others and to find ways to live and let live. Simply by growing and strengthening your active trust in your heart's guidance. This card is guiding you to stay in your integrity, honor what you feel, and remember why you choose to open up to group endeavors in the first place. Especially if the group involvement becomes complex or challenging. Call on unconditional love each day and evening. It only takes a moment to do so by saying, I call on unconditional love. Please help and guide me and this project. This card comes with particular guidance for you at this time and this phase in your life, in your life path and creative journey. You are no longer to think of yourself as the lone wolf. Yes, you have your unique path to tread, but you now have tasks to accomplish for your own growth and the greater good that requires more than a one-man band. You will still do your own work, of course. However, others are on the way to help you. There is only so much a single drop of water can do on its own. Though it is precious, together those drops can become a wave and make considerable impact in the world. You are a part of a wave of loving consciousness and you are meant to be exploring collaborative dreams, healing relationships, and conscious communities. Some connections will be short-lived and perhaps involve some learning experiences that you are hopeful of never needing to repeat. Others will be longer-term loves. Either way, you will emerge more of yourself and more in connection with the world that wants your ideas. This card brings a message to those of you that are involved in a group and are struggling over whether to continue or to let it go and move on. You are asked to trust your heart and not to allow any group to become more powerful than the wisdom of your own heart. Always allow the sacred rebel within you to question authority. Is it loving and wise authority or is it coming from a place of fear-based control? Look to your heart's wisdom to discern whether your involvement in a group is healthy or not. Sometimes a group can only receive so much of your energy before it is time to move on. Sometimes a group is not perceiving us at all, but we feel that we are meant to be a guiding hand in it for a period of time before our heart urges us to let go. Ask for guidance and do a healing process. You will know what to do and you must always trust your own voice above any other. Beautiful. Well, thank you for listening to all of my creators out there. Continue to listen in. We have one more episode left for the season. And I want you to catch up on past episodes to help encourage and ground you back to the creative, the creator created.
I have my baby in the background and she wants to say along with me, train the mind, explore the body, and love the soul of your craft. Namaste.